My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Hey, good morning, folks, and welcome to Thursday Travel and Cruise Industry News. On this, the 16th day of February 2023, man, have we got a full show today. First of all, one quick reminder, Cruise Amigos will be held today uh, at uh, 1 o'clock my time, noon, Amigo John's time, and 6 o'clock for Amigo, uh, what's his name? Oh, yeah, that's uh, Amigo Martin over there on the other side of the pond. Um, uh, and no promises for next Thursday because that's going to be a sail away day for me. We haven't worked out those details yet. All right. We've got a slew of news this morning as well. Uh, the, the headlines, which I'll get to eventually, former Holland American ship is going to become residential vessels. Two of them, two ships. MSC opens a world cruise still cut for the second icon class ship. Oceana reveals a new Alaskan experience, which is pretty cool. Tampa Bay Port opens its new app. What? John Stamus joining the Beach Boys cruise. Costa and Aida I methanol. Cage free eggs for Viking. Spirit Air to the Caribbean, and much more live here at 11 o'clock. Holy cow. Today, folks, is Fat Thursday. Now, if you don't know what Fat Thursday is, it has to do with next Wednesday being Ash Wednesday and Lent starting. And today's the day that the, our friends over there in Poland, uh, they call it uh, a Ponky Day. And Ponky Day basically is you go out and you get a donut. It's got powdered sugar on it and stuff inside, whether it's uh, cream or, or jams or one of those things, that kind of donut. So here in the States, 
you just go out to the Dunkin' Donut place and get a couple. They're not going to know what uh, what ponkies are, but you can just order a, a jelly donut. That'll do fine. So, if you're listening via the podcast, always welcome aboard. You can always access it via my blog, accessadventure.net. If you're ever watching the podcast, or rather listening to the podcast, and want to hop over to the video feed like you might want to do today, there's a link in the description so you can do just that. Now, with no further ado, I have a special guest this morning. She's been on this show numerous times. One of my favorite people in the cruise world. Um, you know, guys know I had was lucky enough to have breakfast with her one day when I sailed out of Tampa. She actually took me to the cruise port after breakfast, which was pretty neat. But anyway, she's down in South America. So with no further ado, here's the Bethany Bartley. Hey, Bethany, welcome back to Chili Chats. Bom dia. Good morning. Uh, that's one of those foreign languages you're throwing at me. Okay, so <laughs> you are today. You're in Libsy. You're in um, Il Ilabella, Ilabella, Brazil. Ilabella, yes, Il yes, which which Brazil. literally literally translates to beautiful island, which okay. it is. It is a beautiful island. Now, <laughs> that is somewhere close to Sao Paulo. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So ye- yesterday we were in Santos, which is the port right by Sao Paulo, and we're now moving just slightly further north up the coast. Okay. All right. Now, let's let's back up a little bit. <laughs> you uh, flew from Tampa to God knows where, and then to Buenos Aires. Uh, yes. What you got? Houston. Houston. Yeah. Houston, and then to Buenos Aires. And that took like, uh, you know, 59 hours or something silly. <laughs> it's about a 10 hour. The, the Houston to Buenos Aires is 10 hours. 10 hours. Okay. That's after you got to Houston. Yes. All right. And then uh, you uh, got on the boat. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is your second effort with Azamara. Yes. How do you like the pursuit? I love the pursuit. Uh, it's a beautiful ship. Uh, it's a small ship. So it's, uh, there's a maximum of about 700 passengers. I think our current, uh, count is about a little over six. We're like at 620, 640. Okay. All right. Now, before we go on with talking about your, your sailing and stuff, I, I have to complain, uh, uh, Bethany. Yes. I got a text message from Penny. Uh, by the way, folks, in case you don't know, Penny is one of Bethany's cats. And I, I'm going to read it. Uh, read, I'll read it exactly to, to you. You damn fool, you were supposed to bet on Kansas City. What the <laughs> hell does a cat know about a football game? You know, she is, she is my Kansas City kitty. She knows best. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I hear you. Uh, and, of course, then... <laughs> You had to share that same philosophy on the boat, right? Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Did any of those people down there know what you were talking about? 
<laughs> we actually so about a third of the passengers on the ship are American. Um, okay. So there, there, and there were a handful of true either Chiefs or um, Eagles fans on the ship. So okay, so was was, a, a that was a, a good time for a Super Bowl. Yes, exactly. All right. So this morning, I, I guess it was this morning. <laughs> you just had. It looks to me like a damn bowl of Cheerios. Is that what you had for it breakfast is. today? Yes. Yes. I mean, that's what yes. I eat here. I eat here at the, at the <laughs> farm. I don't eat Cheerios when I'm out on a cruise ship. I mean, you're supposed to have eggs Benedict or something. I've, I've had a lot to eat the last couple of days. So today oh, okay. is sort of a, a rest and recovery okay. day All for right. me. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of sort of, I'll buy that one. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure, you, you, you post so many pictures. I'll never catch up. I'm so far behind trying to catch up with some of your pictures and stuff. But you were at a museum that was pretty cool, I thought. And this one was Oh, gosh, I can't really even remember now where it was. Maybe the museum, museum, the cafe or something. That's, That's right. Yep. So this was the uh, the coffee museum in Santos. Okay. All right. So that was a that was looked like a pretty cool stop. And then uh, did, did you go up to, to this Mount uh, Surat? Um, Montserrat. Yes. Montserrat. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's you, it's not that high. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's just one of the. I mean, I I had to get almost forced into to ride one of those things up in Alaska on Mount Roberts, which I did. I did, but it was uh, over uh, uh, some heavy duty protests. <laughs> Let's see what else we got on here. That's uh, oh yeah, that, this is the other thing. You're on a cruise and you're working. What's up with that? Well, when I told my boss that I was going to be gone for three weeks straight, he was not exactly thrilled with me. So we, we had a little compromise and I, I agreed to work on the on the sea days because it is a smaller ship. So there isn't a ton going on on the on the sea days. Um, okay. So and amazingly, just like I had last week, you've had sensational Wi-Fi. Absolutely. Yeah, I've had absolutely no trouble connecting at all, doing video calls and, and emails and, and chats with absolutely no problem at all. Okay. So uh, let's see what else I got. Oh yeah. You know what? You clean up pretty good too. I mean, I'm used to you like, like me with on a t-shirt, but you clean up really nice. I just thought I'd, I'd throw that out. Oh, thank you very much. Okay. Now, uh, you know, I would be normally talking about food. Um, I don't think, other than uh, Valentine's Day, I don't think I've even flashed any food when I've used any of your pictures. But that looks pretty good. So how's, how's the food compare to your other As American Cruise? It's absolutely fantastic. Um, so this, this photo was one of the, I think it was either five or six courses at the chef's table. Uh, which was uh, French themed. So that was the main course, which was uh, literally the, the woman sitting next to me had, had the same the same beef and her comment about two bites into it was, I can literally cut this piece of beef with a spoon. Uh, it, it was really, really good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, a couple days ago, let's see, you went to a, a big old ranch 
and tried to play uh, uh, gaucho. You were trying to <laughs> ride the horses or, no, ride the cows. You were riding something uh, uh, or you uh, wanted to. Maybe it was you wanted to ride something. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't actually let us ride the horses, uh, but they did bring them out uh, part of the, the tour. It, yes, it was a, a working ranch. Um, I forget the size. I want to say 3,500 acres, but I might be completely off on that. But it was a, a good size ranch. Uh, they had horses. They had cattle. Um, that was in Montevideo in Uruguay, where beef is king. Um, they are very proud of their beef. So that's, um, they used to do dairy, dairy farming as well, but they gave that up. And now they just uh, focus primarily on, on raising the, the, the beef. Okay. Uh, I, I had to ask this with being politically correct. Oh, hell, I'm never politically correct. What's up with stomping the grapes like I love Lucy? <laughs> I am almost positive that it's just pure tourist gimmick uh, at this point. I, if, if they turn around and actually use that for production, I would be absolutely shocked. Um, it, it was a fun 10 minutes for us to, you know, pose and take some pictures. Um, and it, it was actually, uh, it, it felt really good. Um, it was a bit of a, a foot massage. <laughs> Squishing grapes in yeah. your toes. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I'm, I'm not going to do that. But I do feel better now about drinking a little wine since you tell yeah. me that maybe they're not using the, the toe jam uh, and bottling it. <laughs> I, I'm so, I certainly hope not because, yeah, we, we had quite a bit of wine there. So if that, that was from the prior uh, tours, then we're in trouble. <laughs> All right. Now, to, to the most important question for me for this whole interview. You're uh, getting ready to go up to uh, another uh, one of those big cities down there, uh, Rio. Yes. And it's a carnival time. Yes. Which they call carnival. Carnival. Yeah. Now, is this one of those things where you get out and uh, go down the street naked and stuff? <laughs> yeah. I will not be, um, but there will be scantily clad uh Ladies and gentlemen, um, out and about for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do they throw beads and? and oh, no, no, that's the ones. I get those confused. That, yeah. So same, same general concept. So yeah, this is basically Mardi Gras. So it's you know, as you were talking about the donuts uh, in in the intro, this is the the sort of the last hurrah before before Lent kicks in. Um, the car. It actually starts. Uh, I'm losing my days. Uh, it's either tomorrow or Saturday where Carnival actually starts and it runs for several days. Uh, but on, uh, I believe it's Sunday night, uh, we're going to the excursion to the parade, uh, which is not a typical parade like we would see in New Orleans uh, for Mardi Gras. Uh, it's a Samba parade. So there are dozens of Samba schools in Rio and they all compete earlier in the year and the top either six or eight schools are then represented in this parade. And so they have these massive floats and there's lots of um, song and dance, obviously it's Samba, so there's a lot of dancing, um, but the parade starts at about 9 p.m. and it wraps up at six in the morning. Holy cow. So, <laughs> I'm gonna have to take version? a nap. I'd never, I'm not sure I'd make it to the 9 p.m. part, much less yeah. the 6 in the morning part. 
but then I'm a, I'm a real lightweight. All yeah. right. So yeah. I, I got to, uh, obviously folks, if, in case you're not aware, Bethany and I have become pretty close friends over the years here. So I can tease her. I can say virtually anything to her. And I know she's not going to smack me. Um, nope. But I do really want to ask actually a serious question since we've been playing here today. Yeah. You've done, of course, you've done a bazillion river cruises in Europe. You did one as Americruise in Europe. Now you've done a South American as Americruise. Is there any difference in a South American cruise in a European cruise? Or is it just the location of your port calls are so totally different? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, the the, the ports themselves obviously are, are completely different. Uh, the one thing I am noticing here, uh, the first two or three uh, ports, you know, we, we sailed out of Buenos Aires and then we um, did Montevideo and Uruguay and then in uh, Santos. All three of those are very industrial ports as well. Um, so there isn't, you know, sort of a separate sort of cruise terminal location. You're you're in amongst very vast um, uh, container shipyard areas. Um, so that's a little different. You know, you know, most of the places in Europe, there, there's a little bit of the the industrial activity, but it's you know, it, it's also kind of right in town as well. So here, yeah, and then it, it takes a little bit to get into into the actual city uh, to do the excursions. Uh, but today is is the first exception. It is an absolutely gorgeous, it's it's a tropical, this is our first tender. Um, so we don't actually dock at the port, um, but it, it's, it's lovely here. It's absolutely beautiful. Did you, you've already been ashore today? I have. Yes, I was. I was trying to clean up a little bit. I'm. I'm a little hot and sweaty because it's a little warm out there again today. Um, but yeah, this morning uh, did a, a a slight tour through the city, made a couple stops for some photos, and then we uh, visited some waterfalls. Um, so a little bit inland from here, there's these uh, beautiful waterfalls. So we spent about two hours there at the falls. Nice. Um, you've got another. 10 days or so till you get home. Yep. Basically, you go back much the same route you came to get back to Buenos Aires. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we've got a couple more stops to get up to uh, Rio. We spend, I think it's a total of three days in Rio, and then we'll work our way back down. Okay. Do you have any major plans between now other than the, the carnival? Um, <laughs> that, yeah, that's the big one. Any major plans before you uh, go back home? Yeah. So once I get off the ship, I have uh, three days. So there's a place uh, on the border between Argentina and Brazil called Iguazu Falls, uh, which are supposedly even larger than Niagara Falls. Um, and they're absolutely stunning from what I hear. So I've, I've got three days uh, booked at a, a excursion there. Uh, so you basically spend one day on the Argentinian side of the falls. You spend another day on the Brazilian side of the falls. So I'll be doing that uh, before I head home. Oh, that's awesome. All right, Bethany, as always, thank you for coming on and sharing with us some of your uh, travels. And uh, There we go. You're ready for the uh, parade <laughs> now. 
Yes. Uh, thanks for sharing, sharing with us uh, some of your travels. You know how much I love it. And so, so do all my, the Chili Cruises family. So you stay safe. And, uh, well, uh, of course, we'll do this again soon. Absolutely. So, thanks so much for having me on, Chili. It's great okay. to see you. Thanks, Bethany. We'll see you next time. And, of Bye. course, that is the lovely Bethany Bartley from down there in uh, Ilhabela, Brazil. How's that? I'll still stumble a little over the words. So, all right, I'll be back with some news. And I got any announcements to make, too? I got to think through this one. I'll be back, actually, in a second on Thursday Travel and Cruise Industry News. Do you have a bad back, bad hips, bad knees, or any other mobility issues? Think about Scoot Around. For scooters, walkers, wheelchairs, even oxygen needs, delivered right to your cabin. Scoot Around for all your mobility needs on your upcoming cruise. You know, I rarely ever get to talk about anything negative about Scoot Around because you guys know I couldn't do what I do without them. Uh, but actually, they do not have any outlets yet in the South American market. So even if I could have, I couldn't do what Bethany's doing on Azamara because uh, I can't get a scooter down there. So, however... They have assured me if I sail from here, then I can get a scooter on the ship. So uh, we're still looking at that possibility for the future. And then eventually, I mean, you know, Scooter Round is, they're expanding pretty rapidly now in Europe, which uh, a year and a half or so ago, they were just barely in Europe. So it'll come in time. Uh, and again, they're terrific people to work with. All right, I will be back after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you a hundred dollar credit on your next ad campaign. Go to LinkedIn.com slash MPN to claim your credit. That's LinkedIn.com slash MPN. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be. All right, before we get to the news, I did have one other thing to share with you this morning. And you know, I have not heard from uh, Hot Air Tom for quite a while. I did finally, he got where he could get a, a signal. Apparently they had really some difficult uh, uh, issues with Wi-Fi's coming up 
on the eastern side of Africa. Uh, and uh, here he was trying, I don't know, what's he trying to look like there? The uh, Dalai Lama or something, I don't know what he's trying to do there. But anyway, he got back up into the, uh, the northern part of Africa. And, and Hot Air Tom was worried that he hadn't been able to work like he normally does and was worried about the money issue and decided he needed to get a job over there in, uh, in the desert. So he put on his uh, native dress and he, uh, he went out in the desert and found uh, uh, some dude named Omar who uh, made tents or something. And he applied for a job as a camel jockey. And uh, that's, he tried to uh, pass himself off as a native. And Omar said, uh, dude, uh, uh, you got to have a camel to, before you can uh, jockey on it. So uh, Hot Air Tom went up to the top of the hill and he starts uh, calling a camel. Here, camel, 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 here, camel, 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 here, camel, camel. And no camel came. And he goes back down to the bottom of the hill and he says, dude, where are the camels? And the guy says, uh, no, speak English. Uh, so that's what Hot Air Tom did over there trying to get a job. And that's in, um, that's in, uh, where is it? That's in, uh, I don't know. It's one of those cities. <laughs> I can't remember. Anyway, Hot Air Tom is back where we can get in touch with him now. And so, and folks, if any of you uh, I think are, are offended because I was uh, politically incorrect in my story about Hot Air Tom in the desert, uh, please uh, address all your complaints to uh, Hot Air Tom. Uh, you'll get them. All right, so on with today's news. Our lead story today has to do with Victoria Cruises. Now, sorry about that. I was completely turned around. I hope I didn't screw up on uh, audio and visuals and so forth. So the second story today has to deal with MSC. Uh, MSC's 2000 or two, yeah, 2025 World Cruise of, up on the uh, MSC Magnifica has opened up for sale with new itinerary and an extended discovery of Austral Australasia. The 116-night cruise around the world will visit 50 breathtaking de destinations in 21 countries, featuring 22 destinations that have never been featured on an MSC World Cruise before, and seven overnight stays. The three-month journey will take cruisers to five continents, crossing three of the world's largest oceans and sailing over 30,000 nautical miles. Guests can embark on the MS Magnifica from four European ports, including Chavita Vecchia, Genoa, Marseille, and Barcelona, between January 4th and January 7th, 2025. Okay, if I haven't completely screwed up everything on this program, and I, uh, technically, folks, I have a feeling I've screwed something up. But anyway, Royal Caribbean International is striding quickly toward the next generation of cruise ships. Construction is now underway for the second Icon-class vessel due to set sail in 2025. 
The first steel was cut Tuesday for the next generation of cruise ships, and construction is now underway for the second uh, Icon-class vessel. Meyer Turku Shipyard in Turku, Finland, held the traditional ceremony to mark the beginning of the vessel's physical construction. As a sister ship to the much-anticipated Icon of the Seas, the ship will be powered by LNG. Congratulations to Norwegian. All right, Oceana, this was uh, kind of an interesting uh, uh, story this morning. Oceana Cruises, which of course is part of uh, NCL, unveiled its Go Local Tour Series for summer uh, 2023 sailings in Alaska designed to provide immersive experience in the cultures and cuisines of the uh, last frontier state. The series will be offered on cruises from May to September above the regatta with 14 departures from Los Angeles, Seattle, Vancouver, British Columbia, the upmarket cruise line announced yesterday. Cruise guests aboard Oceana Regatta uh, will choose from more than 250 tours and excursions in the Go Local program at Port Calls in Ketchikan, Sitco, Juneau, and Wrangell. The small group of excursions feature visits to local people's homes and some businesses, plus native tribal sites, culinary classes, craft beer tastings, and traditional glacial and national park explorations. The Go Local series is available on 14 departures on the 30,000 gross ton regatta. Okay, Tampa Bay, the Port of Tampa Bay cruise app, how's that, is a web-based platform that that directs guests toward points of interest in the area, allowing them to set a timer based on how long they want to explore and then receiving a map with personalized route. The platform directs visitors to sites near historic Ybor and the Riverwalk, locating restaurants, shops, breweries, and entertainment within walking distance of the port's three cruise terminals. It also assists guests with cruise parking at the port. Costa Group, the leading cruise operator in Europe, with its two brands, Costa and Aida Cruises, has signed a memorandum of understanding with the methanol producer Proman to further implement methanol as a marine fuel for the cruise industry. The collaboration aims to accelerate the energy transition and decarbonization of the existing fleet by enhancing the supply of sustainable methanol retrofitting the existing vessels to operate on clean fuel and investment in further methanol-fueled new builds. Due to its ease in handling, methanol is increasingly being recognized as a top alternative fuel for meeting greenhouse gas reduction targets, making it an appealing option for newly constructed ships and retrofitting existing ships. 
All right, the next story today has to deal, and the picture is gone. Okay, so that's what happened. Uh, the next story today has to deal with the Beach Boys Goodbye Vibrations Cruise, which is set to set is scheduled to set sail next month on Norwegian Cruise Line. And Sixth Man has announced that John Stamos will be on the cruise ship as a special guest for the voyage. The Beach Boys' Good Vibrations will take place March the 3rd through the 8th and depart from Port Miami. The five-day cruise uh, will be on the Norwegian Pearl. There are limited cabins available exclusively at www.thebeachboyscruise.com. John Stamos will be offering a meet-and-greet and photo op on board for anyone who pre-orders his book. If you would have told me, Beach Boys Cruise attendees will be offered an exclusive discount if ordered on the ship. The second voyage of the Beach Boys Good Vibrations Cruise will feature live music from sunup to sundown across several stages and settings throughout the cruise ship. This includes two unique shows from the Beach Boys and performances by a spectacular selection of legendary guests, including a special sail-away set from the Osley Brothers, open-sea concerts from the Temptations, the Righteous Brothers, Mark McGrath, Rain, a tribute to the Beatles, Jimmy Webb, Katrina from Katrina and the Waves, Maggie Rose, Chris Allen, the Surfragettes, Morgan James and the Neon Queen with a tribute to ABBA. And I'll tell you what, I wish I was free to go on that sucker. But, unfortunately, I'm already booked. So, all right. The next story today, and some of you might notice, I got on my chicken shirt today. Well, there's a good reason that I got on my chicken shirt. Viking has announced a commitment to sourcing 100%. Get that, folks. 100% cage-free eggs throughout its global supply chain for 2024 and 2025 at the latest. In this commitment to animal welfare, Viking joins a number of cruise lines, including Norwegian, Carnival, and Royal Caribbean. Based on its cage-free policy, Viking may even fulfill its promise one year earlier compared to the other cruise lines. Now, I did some checking to see exactly what this does not mean, folks, that your yard's going to get overrun by chickens, unless you just want it that way. Uh, the freedom for the chickens can be signed as life outside of a cage, but when it comes to industrial egg production, cage-free does not equal freedom. Instead, cage-free means that layer hens, the female chickens who produce the eggs, were not held in battery cages, which are considered to be among the worst cruelties endured by any farm animal. So it's not as good as all uh, rights activists would like it to be, uh, but it is much better than it was. So, And finally this morning, 
uh, Spirit Airlines uh, is getting ready to open up some flights to the Caribbean, uh, going to San Juan, Puerto Rico, from several stops along the way. And the uh, information that I had is not there anymore. <laughs> so I lost my story. But anyway, uh, Spirit Air that I've talked to you before, I flew on it last week, uh, which I liked a lot, is uh, opening up some uh, lanes now into the Caribbean. So you need to check on that. I do know there's a number of uh, of routes going to San Juan, and there are a couple already scheduled to go into Montego Bay. So the spirits are going to be a force to be reckoned with. All right, let's go over and see what happened and how much I screwed up with the uh, audio for today's show, as I'm sure I did. So uh, anyway. Let's go over to the chat room. All right, Cindy's with us. Mike's here. Carol's here. The Mask Collector, greetings from parts unknown. Good morning, all. Kevin's with us, 30 and a wake up. Morning cruisers from the sky, Princess. Of course, she's going to soon get on the enchantment of the seas. Hey, Kevin, if you've got a morning here, uh, let me know. We might chat a little bit before I get with you next week. Uh, so anyway, that could be a possibility. Uh, yo, 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 Eddie is in the house. Brooklyn Eddie. Sonny's with us from down in Mississippi. Says hi to Bethany. Katie's here. Don't forget to give the stream a thumbs up, as always. Do appreciate that. Uh, yo, 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 Brooklyn in the house. Uh, saying good morning to everybody. Nikki's with us. Great interview. Bethany seems great. I just love Bethany to death. Yeah, and you, you, I, you pumped in on Dubai at the end, and then I cut the show off. I was switching, and, and I, I don't know how I do things like that. But anyway, I figured it out. I got it back. And I got the sound back on. I hope it didn't last too long. Everybody's saying no sound. I contacted John. And I paid absolutely no attention to that. Uh, audio back. So 11.29. So about five minutes. So I probably didn't sound back on with the second story. So I didn't get to talk at all about the first story. I will... Uh, update that one uh, for tomorrow. How's that? Uh, Mass Collector says, besides Pancho's Backyard, any good Mexican restaurant you can recommend in Cozumel? That's where I go all the time. I like them a lot. And, I, uh, you know, I've been to a couple of the touristy places, but, yeah, for traditional Mexican food, I like Pancho's. Uh, Nikki says, love Tom's photos. I thought he had gotten a job as a whirling dervish. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, you know, I'm going to make up some kind of crazy stories about hot air Tom. And again, folks, my apologies for screwing up the audio. 
Uh, at least it wasn't during the, my interview. I got that up. Thank you guys for staying with me that five minutes that I was uh, that I was uh, screwed up there. So I'll try to edit that out of the uh, podcast. So that's going to wrap me up for today. Uh, as always, folks, I will uh, <laughs> I will see everybody back here same time, same channel tomorrow. We'll be see you here for Cruz Amigos this afternoon as well. I almost forgot about that. Uh, one o'clock my time, noon, uh, John's time, and six o'clock for Martin. And as always, folks, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. This is the old fat travel guy who tends to screw his show up every now and again. You guys have a fantastic day. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.